Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Goes by the pseudonym most nerdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, rush. Now here's those nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Welcome to your Friday edition of Boston Early's Rush Hour here on WABC. If you'd like to be part of today's program, 800-848-WABC is the number to call. 800-848-WABC. And somewhat breaking news, about 11 minutes ago, Ronald McDaniel has secured an unprecedented fourth term as the chairperson of the Republican National Committee. So it's business as usual at the RNC. Nothing will change. It will be the same insider club that it has been. I, of course, wanted to see a change and have Harmeet Dillon take over the helm, and that didn't happen. I'm disappointed, but uh, Ms. Dillon said the RNC will be better for the tough conversations that were desperately needed about how to reform the RNC to win elections, earn the trust of our voters, activists, and donors. (laughs) Trust? The current RNC win trust? Interesting proposition there. If you would like to comment on that or anything else, feel free. I mean, the Republicans reward. We often said that about Democrats, that they seem to reward failure with promotion. Now, of course, winning the House is not a failure, but there is no way that Republicans, given what Joe Biden has done to this country, should have lost the Senate. Simply no way. And the reason that some of these Senate seats were lost, to me, in my opinion, they're a combination of factors, including lack of support for some of them by the RNC. Because there were personalities there that the RNC did not want to get behind, and we see this all the time. There's a, uh, there is a institution in place in the Republican Party, and in any party, Democrats have their own institutions too. We have the RNCC, the RNSC. A lot of money flows through them as well as the RNC. And the donors, look, this was a closed election to voting members of the RNC. I want to see a picture if anyone has one anywhere. I bet they won't release that. 
Just a picture, no names attached. Just a picture of all of the RNC members that voted. I think that picture would say so much about why things in the Republican Party do not seem to change. You heard Mayor Rudy talking about the Paul Pelosi attack. As you may know, and many of you may have already watched the videos, these videos should put to rest some of the conspiracy theories that were floating around the Pelosi case. Now, I have been struggling all day to keep up with the news. I've had so many other distractions going on. I mean, I have an overabundance of stories, but I have not had time to read some of them in depth. But I do see a headline, and I just saw this again about this case that apparently is going on in Memphis. And I just don't know how much longer this can happen. Another case where a black man is dead, beaten to death apparently, or at least having as a contributing factor, beat to death by a bunch of white cops. And I wonder how much longer the country can, can take this. I mean, time and time again, I guess, I guess we should anticipate that tonight in the streets of Memphis there'll be riots, there'll be protest, at least massive protest, and maybe even in parts of the country that weren't affected all over the country. Because once again, here we go. This this never seems to stop. Another traffic stop ends up with another um, with another black guy being dead, beaten to death by a bunch of white cops, and then can I, can I see that story, Jane? I know you haven't had a lot of chance to read all your stories today. Can I just see that? Do you have the copy? Yeah, here. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to see. Yeah. And I mean, how much longer can America endure this? That's what I want to know. Now, now hold on a second. Now I'm reading. What? Uh, it says. Now it lists the the officers, yeah. and there's five of them. Yeah. Now, according to this article, it says those those five officers were all black. What'd you say? Uh, it says uh, all five were black. The police officers that that did the beating. Moving on to other news. Seventy-seven uh, Democrats have urged Joe Biden to scrap. New asylum limits. That's what it says that they're black. They were all black cops. Yeah, the cops were black. They beat this guy like they like he according, was Rodney King. According to this, the, the the police officers were were black. How can this be? Only white cops beat black people to death in America. How does this fit into the? Na- I've I've heard that too. I I don't. I, I'm just reading. I just see what's in the article. Wait just a minute. Who's? Are you sure this is not disinformation? Let me check one more. Time. You've got two copies. You've actually got this from two different sources. Let me check the other one. Because, because, because. You no, know, this one still black. Still says that the uh, five police officers were black in Memphis. 
Well, I'll be darned. I mean, I, mean, I could see how you'd miss that detail. Just you probably. You I just, mean, you were skimming the article, and I mean, that's impossible. Black cops don't beat black people, Scott. I I don't know what to say. I mean, I, this how are they racist? It would. But I thought black. Cops couldn't be racist. They would have to be, wouldn't they? I mean, they would have to done it because he was black. And I mean, I know they were black. Where's Black Lives Matter? Is anybody from Black Lives Matter cited in that story? Where are the people from Black Lives Matter? Because this black motorist. This black motorist. Was stopped for a mere traffic infraction. And now he has been ostensibly. I don't want to prejudge the case before it goes to trial, but it sounds pretty bad. I keep hearing that when they release the footage on this, even elected officials are saying, hey, this is going to be bad. This is going to make people upset. Well, where's Black Lives Matter? Hold on. I got one more article. This one's from the New York Times. Who's going to believe that black cops did this to a black guy? This one's still, yeah, this, all five were black. It, In other news, okay, never mind that whole monologue, folks. Just never mind. They're black cops, so it doesn't. Uh, in other news, the Senate is going to, they, a bill at least proposed by the Senate, say they are going to repeal the reporting threshold to the IRS for $600. And this, by the way, I'm surprised more people weren't annoyed and upset by this. This was the provision put in by Democrats that the IRS has the right to look in your bank account, the transactions you use on Zelle, Vimeo, and other new, they would all be reported to the IRS. The IRS wants to know if what you're spending your money on, if it's $600 or more. Well, there is a Senate bill in place now to rescind that measure. And I don't know. I mean, I suppose that there may be a chance that it could be rescinded. I mean, honey, are you comfortable with that, folks? Are you comfortable with the IRS looking at your at your Zelle account, at your Vimeo account, at, at any of your accounts? Is that something that you want? And when you spend $600 or more, the big brother government wants to know? There's another story that drew a little bit of attention. This guy, no-name guy, running for president, made his announcement yesterday. He's like, he's standing there, his wife's off to the side, and maybe one or two other people, American flag behind him. The wife is pregnant. She faints. And this guy does not go immediately. What happened, honey? He stands there at the podium. Yeah, he's going to attract the women vote, all right. James Golden, a.k.a. Boston Early, with you here on WABC Talk Radio 77 in New York. Yes, we welcome your calls. 800 
848-WABC. I'm still, Scott, I am just really surprised with you with this fake news business. Well, I'm still looking. Maybe it's fake. It's got maybe to I be fake. Find a different copy. It's got to be fake news. I mean, disinformation. I bet you whatever you're looking at was probably put out by a bunch of Russian bots. There's always that chance. Because it can't be. This is America. And in America, only white cops beat black people to death. And I'm just stunned that you would come on this show with a bunch of fake news. I'll keep looking. James Golden, a.k.a. Boast Nearly, it's Rush Hour on WABC. We'll be back right after this. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. W-A-B-C Talk Radio 77 in New York. It is a Friday afternoon. Welcome to your Friday afternoon rush hour. Ashford and Simpson bring us back. Found some pictures. Found pictures of what? Uh, Pictures of the cops. Okay, let me Memphis cops? I want to see. Well, we're not biologists. I'm not sure we're... But here, let me... I did print them out. There you go. Okay, are you... How do do you know that this is real? That that these are the cops? Could be a deep fake. How do you know? This could be deep fake stuff. This could be anything that you're showing me. How do I know this is true? I I just... That's what... That's just what I found in the news story. That's what they... That's what they're... Yeah, that's and you trust the news? That's what they're putting out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably because they don't want, probably because they don't want people, you know, they don't want a repeat of these riots that happened all around the country. That's a good, that's a good theory. That's a good conspiracy theory. I like that. Right. I mean, everyone else can come up with their theories. Why can't I? There's graphene in them. Under an, under a five five uh, five whatever it is five G tower right yeah contrails yeah chemtrails yeah the National Security Council and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention held a meeting in 2021 about COVID nineteen disinformation about COVID nineteen. A report about vaccine confidence prompted numerous meetings between all of the agencies in the federal uh, government regarding coordination to identify, counter, and build resilience to quote-unquote disinformation about COVID-19 vaccines, according to the documents. Gene Hamilton, the American Legal Vice President and General Counsel, is suing. He wants to know, and a lot of people want to know 
about this disinformation campaign where all of the branches of the federal government were used to weaponize against disinformation. Why the intelligence community, why the national security apparatus of the United States was used against the American people. I guess what they're saying is the real people serving up the disinformation. <clears throat> I guess they want us to believe this group is that the real disinformation was coming from the government. The more information that our litigation uncovers, the worse the picture becomes. He said the weaponization of the tools and taxes of the NAC and the tactics of the national security apparatus against the American people should concern everyone. If the Biden administration is willing to weaponize the federal government against the American people to advance its preferred political narrative about the COVID shot, it is safe to assume that it will do so in other areas too. So, we'll see what this, now we are learning the full extent of the government's quote-unquote disinformation campaign. They, they gathered all of the agencies of the government to make sure that everybody was going to sing the same song about the vaccine, that there would be no rogue players. Now, what does that do for people that have a disagreement with the information that's being put out? There is no robust, healthy discussion among scientists. There is an edict that is put out by the government. Government agencies are weaponized to point to anybody that has a differing point of view. This is the way the commies do stuff, folks. This is not the way things used to work in America, especially when we're dealing with matters of science, supposedly with science. And what science is becoming is entirely another matter. Get this. This is from the Daily BS. TheDailyBS.com Professor says he can't give a biological definition of a woman. And this didn't happen at somewhere like Harvard or Yale. Michael Sawney, professor of biology, professor of biology at Texas Christian University. Let me just repeat that one more time. Michael Swaney, professor of biology at Texas Christian University, told students in his contemporary issues in biology class Thursday that he could not give them a biological answer for the word woman. Someone argue that do we even have to decide again? It's not a question for this class. So I'm not really going to give you an answer, he says. This is what's happening inside now Texas Christian University. No, I can't give you 
uh, the professor, professor of biology cannot give his students a biological definition of a woman. There's more COVID news. Blue state government. This is right here in New Jersey. Attention, New Jerseyites. Attention, New Jerseyites. Your New Jersey governor allowed the spending of more than half a million dollars of COVID relief funds so that he could acquire eight new SUVs to transport around state officials. Democrat Governor Phil Murphy's administration spent the money, COVID funds, on shiny new SUVs so they could transport around a bunch of politicians. And you thought they were serious about COVID. Really? Another story from the DailyBS.com. Marine Corps recruiters trying to get members booted over the COVID vaccine mandate are now trying to get them to rejoin. Marine Corps recruiters have reached out to former members who may have left the active or reserve forces over the COVID-19 vaccine mandate in a bid to persuade the former Marines, please come back, please come back, please come back. They're sending out text messages asking if they'd like to rejoin now that the mandate has been officially repealed. Yeah. 800-848-WABC. 800-848-WABC is our Friday rush hour. Yes, we're going to get to your calls fairly shortly. James Golden, Bo Snow, we come back right after this. Rush. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdley on the Red Apple Podcast Network. WABC Talk Radio 77 in New York. It's Friday afternoon. Here on the crown jewel of American radio, WABC, James Golden with you. Hoping that your presence is indeed very pleasant on our Friday Rush Hour. Our Bill Withers brings us back. Classic Bill. Hello. Like before. This is one of the more mellow Bill Withers songs. Hope you enjoy it. Hello, like before. I'd never come here if I'd known that you were here I must admit though that it's nice to see you dear You look like you've been doing well I hope we've grown Cause we were only children then 
For laughs, I guess we both can say I knew you when. But then again, that's kiss and tell. Ladies and gentlemen, a fired Google worker's day in the life, TikTok. This young lady has been doing, uh, uh, she's a vlogger, you know, a blogger, except she does with video, a day in the life. And she did her day in the life, blah, 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 and it racked up a lot of views because she woke up, did her vlog, only to find out that she was being fired by Google. And if you've been following what's going on in the tech sector, layoffs are happening all over the sector, the tech sector. Now, I could not print out the whole story because it was 14 pages of printouts on this one woman. And I and I am not making fun of her. I'm not mocking her. I'm not I am not trying to stir anyone against her. I have another point to make about this, but it is a hard luck story on how devastating it was for this young woman to wake up only to be to discover she was locked out of her email and she had been fired by Google. I have a friend who pronounces it Google. She's been fired by Google. <laughs> And my first reaction when I read this story was, what about all of the people that were fired because they didn't take their vaccination when someone told them to put a foreign substance into their body and they, whether it was for religious reasons or whether they were serious about understanding their own health and they figured that this is not good for me. How about, the, where were the hard luck stories on the day in the life of people who applied for religious exemptions and were denied without a fair hearing and fired? Where are the hard luck stories? We just had the story about how the Marines are trying to recruit people that they fired because of the COVID vaccinations. Where were all the hard luck stories about the day in the life of the Marine that was fired and how it affected their family? Let me go further. When New York demanded that many people shut down their businesses and they went out of business and in some cases lost their entire life savings, where were the hard luck stories in the American media about a day, a week, a month, six minutes, 54 seconds in the life of people that the government ordered to shut their businesses without any constitutional authority to do so. Where are their hard luck stories? Where are the hard luck stories from people whose lives have been disrupted? by this flow of illegal immigrants into the United States unchecked. 
the people at the border who have had their lives turned upside down, right side up and upside down again because their properties are being run over, because their businesses are being looted and stolen from. Where are their hard luck stories? Why is it? that we'll only see a hard luck story about a millennial girl who has her world turned upside down because she lost a job at Google. Where are all the hard luck stories, ladies and gentlemen, that we have been missing for the past three years? Where are the hard luck stories about the nurses and the doctors who came in to work not knowing whether they would be dead. And they took care of people because that's what they do. That's what God called them to do in this lifetime. I want you to serve to help people. And they came in and they didn't know whether wearing a mask would save them or whether they would end up dying because there wasn't any so-called vaccine, because people didn't even know how this disease was transmitted. And they worked, and they suffered, and they saw the death that was going on all around them every single day, every single day, more and more people dead, every day. And yet they kept coming to work. And then all of a sudden, a bunch of politicians who don't know a damn thing, who've never met payroll in their life, who have no medical training at all, a bunch of politicians tell them, now you better inject yourself, and if you don't, you're fired. And many of them said, no, because they do have medical training. And they understood what was being asked for them. And what happened to them? They were fired. And we have not seen one, not one. Not one single solitary hard luck story about these real heroes who sacrificed so much so that so many would be able to live. Where are their hard luck stories? Not one. But yet we can get a 14-page hard luck story about a girl who lost her job at Google. You want to know why people have lost confidence in this media? Because the United States media has turned into what Pravda used to be. And if you're too young to know what Pravda is, look it up. The United States media has turned into Pravda. You get a government narrative, and that's all you get. And if you don't like the government narrative, then they'll try to prosecute you too if you dare speak up against it and before we go to the break I have one other question where are the hard luck stories from the families who had someone that did take the vaccine and now, maybe they were a young athlete. But then they suddenly died. Where are those hard luck stories? 
James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, WABC Talk Radio 77, coming back right after this. Doesn't worry about its beauty or purity. Turn like a pretty butterfly, kiss the sky. Whatever you are after, you've been given. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush on the Red Apple Podcast Network. W A B C Talk Radio 77 in New York. Barbara Ackman brings us back. A song. From the day. It's love that makes a woman. That makes a woman. Yes, it's love. That's Barbara Ackland. That makes a woman. Something told me that this wouldn't last. Now my honey is in the past. I had to swallow all my pride and admit to myself. I'm being told that I should tell people to wake the up because we're seeing otherwise healthy people being diagnosed now with cancer, autoimmune diseases, or people who died suddenly. And I want to know, where are their hard luck stories? Let's head to the telephones in the Bronx. We start with Saul. How are you this afternoon? Welcome to Boston Early's Rush Hour. Yeah, Bo, first of all, Happy New Year. I didn't want to call you this year because I promised myself not to argue with him. You mentioned five subjects. Your producer said, Saul, please don't argue with him. Just spend 30 seconds. Number one, 99% of the people in Florida are vaccinated. There is no heart problem. Nobody's dying. Stop talking nonsense. Number two. Stop it right there. Stop it right there. Stop it right there. You're giving me talking points, hyperbole, and not facts. People are dying every day. Now, I have never said that there's causation. What I said is there needs to be an investigation as to why younger people in demographics who should not be, according to actuarial tables and according to all that we know about science, should not be at risk for sudden death. And they're dropping like flies. So you can come on here with all that disinformation that you want. What, did you go to that Joe Biden meeting where they had to line up all the government to tell people how to think? Or just read what's going on, man. Read. And it's not just the United States. This is happening all over the world. And I am not a kook. 
Okay, and I, one of the things that I have always been on the lookout for, if you have listened to this program, is I don't ever want to be dev- devolving into these kook conspiracy theories. This is not a conspiracy theory. There is something going on in societies around the world that if it were anything else would be investigated and would be front page news. So don't give me that nonsense that it's not happening. Open your eyes what's up next boat boat next yes boat next those five cops are republican blacks that's when they beat another black <laughs> blacks, they don't like no. other republicans they're republican blacks they're, so you yes. went so you went and you asked these five cops in memphis you checked their voter records and you've determined that they're republican blacks and that's why they beat a black guy to death huh Yes. And, and you, you want us to take you seriously, right? We are on for many years. Yeah, you've been around many years. <laughs> There's nothing funny about this case. This case is about power and the way that power has been used excessively. And there had better be a full accounting to this man's family on exactly what happened here. And you can blame Republicans all you want to. But that's not, of course anything that anyone with any modicum of common sense is going to take seriously. Saul, I love you. Hey, real quick, uh, Florida's vaccination rate is 81%. 81. Thank you. What about New York? I I will get back to you. Yes. What about the other states? Saul, we love you. Thank you. Let's go to Tom in Queens. Hi, Tom. Hi, I love uh, I love what you just did with that guy, and uh, give credit to your uh, screener for putting someone like that on. Because although you know no one would agree with that, it does make for entertaining radio for sure. So, uh, ninety-two, by the way, is New York. Okay. So anyway, um, I want to talk about Paul Pelosi before I do. Quickly, I want to I want to say this. Uh, there's something seriously wrong with the hiring practice of the Memphis police because five guys, I mean, I've been in the crowds with a fight or something like that. Out of five cops, there wasn't one that was able to talk to his buddies and say, you know, come on, guys, are you nuts? I mean, so how is it that they hired five guys that had the mentality that could beat this guy to death that's just beyond me? So I'd, I'd blame the hiring practices of the Memphis Police Department. I blame, I blame the police anyone. that did it. I blame the guys that did it. Okay, and I don't want to prejudge them either before the trial. I'd like to know everything that happened. You know, here's what happens in certain circumstances, and I, I will say this, and this is not a defense. I'm not defending. I want to make it clear. Not defending. Sometimes when you're involved in an altercation, a heated altercation with somebody, the adrenaline kicks in. And when you've got five people up against one, and if, like, there have been, first of all, they're comparing this to Rodney King. The full story with Rodney King has never been told because there was video that was shot before the video that we saw. Now, nothing justifies what happened to him, but the video before does show that there was a provocation and that had never been aired in the loop that the Rodney King video was aired in. Now it is up to their training and they're supposed to be trained to resist the impulses that most of us have when adrenaline is flowing. They're supposed to be able to step back 
They are not the judge and the jury. So this is going to be a case. Already we're out of time almost. I love your call. Thank you. John in Long Island, quickly, what's your question? Got to get right to your question. John, John, are you there? John, John, yes, right. What's your question? Good. Uh, What's your question? I called originally about the black and white cops that I heard they were black and not white. But no, what I wanted to know is what happened to Lydia. Okay, here's what I'm. I'm, I guess it's a personnel matter. Of course, but it's good. She she supposed she got a job that she's going to be kicking behind in in the media. She's not gone from the media spotlight. Lily Serrani is going to be doing amazing things in the days to come. And I don't know whether I should go into any more detail or not, because I don't know. So, but she's doing great. That's all. Okay. I got to go. Sorry. But we're back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. And we have three hours. And we'll have time for more calls and more discussion. Hey, Rich. Can we tell people where Lydia's going? Is that, is it cool? Go ahead, tell everybody where she's going. Uh, I believe Lydia is, uh, will be uh, seen soon at New, on Newsmax. Yep, Lydia's got a show on Newsmax, ladies and gentlemen. Good for her. We're all proud of Lydia and we love her. That's it for time today. May God bless and protect each and every one of you and your families. We'll be back tomorrow, 7 a.m. for... Our Saturday morning radio extravaganza. Hope you're here with us. Thank you for being here today. See you then. Bye. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network.